Hello there, it's Carlisle just at the top of the podcast to say that we had a guest on today, uh, my friend Chris, and Chris was recording in the same room as me, so I tried to get a new audio setup to work, um, and it was a little iffy, which means there's a little bit of cracking and popling due to uh, a problem with the XLR cable I was using, but it's still, you know, I've done my best to control it, and it's still perfectly listenable, so please do enjoy that. Also, in the post-show, we lost some of Jack's audio, but that's okay, because I was recording a backup, but you might notice the audio switch, and that's why. All right, enjoy the show. Crikey in T-10. Well, friends isn't very good, you know. Wow. You shouldn't, you shouldn't just follow along with what with what All friends right. did. Just, you're just doing that because it's popular right now. It's so big <laughs> right now. It's in its peak would have right hired now. Me, Dax Shepard. Big Bang Theory that. hired you to disparage the name of friends. Who are Bruce Willis? This is so. Topical. Hello, everybody, and welcome to <laughs> Crikey! What a shit book. I'm Carlisle, and I'm joined as ever by by my my friends Jack and, and Toby. How you doing? Yeah. Okay. On a scale of one to ten, about a six. All right. I'm and we've got like a truck full of fried onions. What? Do tell. That's just how I'm feeling. If you can imagine <laughs> how that would feel. You can't just drop that bomb. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, we're joined by a guest this time. Christopher, how's it going? It's going good. I'm thinking about fried onions. I'm wondering the logistics <laughs> of fried onion transport. Um, do you keep them warm? Are they are they getting soggy? Are they are they sort of crispy onions? Yeah, are we are we talking nice. like soft sautéed? Are yeah, we talking soft. like crispy? It's crunch? just it's just a like uh like a like a shipping container just filled to the brim with soft fried onions. Why? That sounds unsanitary. <laughs> that's, and how that's how I'm he's feeling. <laughs> wow, no one should ever unsanitary. be feeling that way. <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you what are you going to say? Are you okay? Starting to start to an episode. Uh, we haven't done this in ages. This is uh, why I like to stand. I think this is a very low energy way to start a well, podcast. Stand then. All I have right. to read this book. Chris <laughs> likes to stand while people podcast. People can't see it on the camera, but he's standing now. <laughs> How's it feel? Oh, energizing. Great. Um, Toby, what do we do on this show? Oh, thank you for asking me. We, uh, we do what's like, kind of like an audio book with extra steps. A, a, a commentary on a, on a book, if you will. Uh, <laughs> that book being, <laughs> if um, you will, the Sky People by Brinsley Lepore Trench, and it is a series of uh, of theories relating to aliens and the relationship with humans through history. It's not very convincing, but it is sometimes racist and sexist. Um, I said that and like that it was a plus, make it more convincing. but that's, a, that's <laughs> another negative. Uh, <laughs> but for every time it doesn't convince us, it does say it does, something disparaging about women. You it's, know, at it least, just, it's at it least interesting, you know? Yeah, it, it's at least entertaining sometimes. Sometimes it is just like, 
loads and loads of Bible quotes back to back. Um, yeah. And yeah. then we all fall asleep. <laughs> Sometimes we do literally <laughs> Sometimes fall asleep. Sometimes guests genuinely fall asleep. So that's the bar you've got to beat <laughs> today is stay awake for a recording. Yeah, I never fell asleep on my feet. Yeah, he, that's he so. Standard. We should get Kevin to stand up on his we feet should. more often. We he'd should. Find next, a way, Jack. He'd find a way I'd say next time we get Kevin on, but he's never coming. You're hearing this, Kevin? You're never coming back. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, so, so my job is typically to recap what happened last time. Yeah. Just figured I'd say it because I didn't feel like there was a natural segue coming. So okay. Uh, last time, we learned about the first John, ever. And how his original name was going to be Zacanus. Uh, his, oh, yeah. He spake, he praised God. Uh, we learned about Mary's immaculate meeting and how she's a big fucking live action role play nerd. Um, I've, um, I've heard that on this podcast we drink when Carlisle fails to read. Oh, uh, we'll, we, we'll um, get to we'll the drink. We'll get to that. Don't you worry. Do we, do we drink when Jack us. fails to talk? We've got an ironclad structure yeah. to this podcast and you are <laughs> ruining it. <laughs> this section is a waterfall, I'm afraid. <laughs> so, so Brinsley, right? Brinsley Laproa Trench, the guy who wrote the book, he was like, "Ah, oh, I don't think you guys are getting what I, the message that I'm right trying now. to get across, right? And so what he did was he pretended to be a Martian and he told us that women are vampires and that we, they should get back in the kitchen. He then asserted that male galactic men are gigachads and Earth women are femoids. But also that galactic folk are maybe like a gas that can slip on prosthetic genitals as they please or something. And also that yep. alien sex consists of uh, ethereal magnets or something being rubbed <laughs> against each other. Yeah. Some of this is uh, coming back. Unclear. Um, also, so, Queen Victoria is definitely into all of this. She's on board yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He quote he he name drops Queen Victoria specifically, saying she had the right idea about this. Did their lives overlap? No. <laughs> <laughs> this book was written like sixties. Oh, okay. Yeah. He sounds like he's from a long time ago. <laughs> I feel like he is. Yeah. He's in spirits. spirits. <laughs> yeah, he was born in the wrong generation, you know? That's the vibe he gives off. He, go, he used to go on, like, YouTube videos of, like, Beethoven and be like, I was born in the wrong generation, man. Um, so, any questions, Christopher? No questions, no questions. All I clear mean, that, to you? that all sounds sensible and correct. Great. <laughs> well, this today... Oh, yeah, uh, so the drinking game. Um, <laughs> historically... We drink when I flub um, reading the book. Uh, we also drink when Jack flubs reading in a fact check, which does happen. Mm -hmm. um, we Pretty consistently. We yeah, it's those were the only two rules we ever used to really do. And recently, we've Maybe also we, kind of included. Which for um, me? What 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 a uh, what what drinking game could we have for something I do? I mean, I don't really every time you go Toby so. when you do that. We'll drink. You're giving me too much power here. <laughs> Why are you doing this? This is a terrible idea. Yeah, look, if I if I yell my own name, I guess you all, all right, have to so drink. So when Toby yells his own name, we drink. Um, this is when... a wonderful idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have as well played before with the with the rules that whenever we're shocked into silence by oh. something the book has said, we drink. Yeah, that's a good one. And more recently, what we've done is just whenever someone goes, hey, then we drink. Um, so we'll we'll play it by ear, I reckon. Yeah. But I reckon Chris is going to be a fan of all of the rules, if not more. All right. 
He's opening you, another beer. What kind of beer? What are you all drinking? Apparently, a Volvic flavored water. Nice. Ooh, I've heard it's unpopular. To uh, Who's? Wait, what? What did you say? I was booing. Uh, water. He was booing. Yeah. Oh, you were booing Toby. We booed yeah. Jack for not drinking. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry, Toby. Toby. Toby, I'm so sorry. Jack, what are you drinking? Very confused uh, Today, I was feeling very sleepy before we started recording. I thought uh, I might okay. need a kick, so I'm going to be drinking just lemon juice. Oh, my God, Jack. Straight oh, lemon mom. juice. Yep. I've got a backup drink in case this is a bad idea, which I think it is. If, if In case, if it, that turns out, I'm very excited. For, I might... Do a bad job reading just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> to, to watch you. Um, I've got toffee, vodka, and iron brew, and it's it's like drinking velvet. Wow, I don't believe that. Yeah, well, very hard to conceptualize. This week, month, whatever, we're doing <laughs> chapter seven, the real cross. Oh, um, oh shit! So it's probably going to be a lot of bad genetics in no, this for me to get upset about. We're here on the real cross today. Spilling that That's real good stuff, cross Toby. Mm. <laughs> It opens with the quote, Know thyself from Apollo of the Sun. That is the end of the quote. Cross man crucified Jesus, the Christ, on a cross. In a very deep sense, he was the prototype of cross Hugh manity As such, he oh, is I remember the... This bit. Oh, I missed the, 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 all the Hugh Dashmans and, and There's, got, there's and, a lot of dashes where they don't belong. Okay. Um, he is THE, in all caps, Man of the Cross. And what he accomplished, Cross Man, as a whole group, will do within a galactic frame of reference. Well, yeah. That's the first silence, Jake. Yeah, I didn't what follow that one really about? at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's not a sentence, my guy. Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of not a sentence in this book. I see that tasted expired. Jack. That tasted pretty expired. <laughs> <laughs> you might actually get a high from drinking uh, water. Well, he's got the backup drink. Um, I'll stick with it for now. You know what I like because it's it's. You, normally you you tend not to you have drunk before but normally you tend not to drink and you do something else while we drink and it's fun to watch you just punish yourself for it <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah. um I, I, I really don't mean to slow down the podcast is there some introduction to this general concept of the cross man <laughs> not so far <laughs> you think there's an explanation for this what? that's Come hilarious no yeah. <laughs> okay so uh, uh, we think we think it's um a sp we're probably cross men interesting yeah uh, we're also <laughs> this book is making me a cross man good <laughs> that's good um yeah, that's uh, good. so we we believe regular people regular schmoes gricking about and schmoing around are all of the above hugh dash man adam <laughs> two man yeah cross man uh animal man also Chemical Man, chemical but that's man. not restricted to regular shows. Am I missing any more? We're not Galactic Man. We're not man, Galactic right. Man. What we're not is Adam One Man or Galactic Man. Adam... Okay. A Adam One Man, if I'm not, if I'm not misremembering, is... Uh, was made on Mars? Drink. <laughs> <laughs> we made... 
the the Jehovah's made made <laughs> made Adam one man on Mars, and they slept with snake people, and then Crossman. No, I think I, I think that's I think what Adam, resulted in Crossman. I think Adam one man is at is Galactic Man, and oh. we're Adam two man. So Adam right. one man You're is so space right. people. I'm sorry, but there were snakes. There were snake there were people snakes. on Mars, unaccounted for. We don't know who made the snake <laughs> people. Um, but the snake people fucked us, and now we're cross-man. We're a cross between Adam One Man well, and snake people. But also possibly between Galactic Man, and one day we'll reaffirm our Galactic Man preference and go to space. Yeah. I see. So my, my assumption when hearing the words cross-man in the same sentence as Jesus was that we were in some way associated with the crucifix. No, but we are we are man that has been crossed with the snake people. Yeah. Well, yeah. So also specifically, the, cross- the snake people were were forced to have sex with Adam Two Man because they let us know that we were naked. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was kind of like an emperor's new clothes situation where we were strutting yeah, around. We like, were. Oh, we look were. At my we were kind of like fine cock. with it. We thought we were, we were cool, and then the snake people were like, "Guys, you're." You're not even wearing any clothes. And then, and then we went to God and we yeah. were like, what the fuck, bro? And they were like, you're going to fuck a snake for now this. Kiss. <laughs> you know? um, I think that. Any more it. questions? <laughs> yeah. No. I think that's about it. Good. You know? The cross, the crucifix is, however, a symbol for how we are all cross men. It should all be clear. Ah, yeah. Okay. Know, Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's also literal. I don't know. It's not clear. Oh, Truly, we, um, this is chapter we seven. We have to kind of pass like a, a criteria to be Galactic Man. Um, there's like a, yeah. it's like a, a we have to pass a big test so yeah. that so that we're allowed to be recognized as as uh, as Galactic Men. Uh, we haven't done it yet. Yeah, we're not doing no, so well. Probably. I don't think. Truly, the last shall be first, and the stone rejected of the builder is this. This isn't even Bible. This is just him being an insane person. The last shall be first, and the stone rejected of the builders shall become the head of the corner, the keystone of the great galactic royal arch, the capstone of the human temple of light. Wow. Jesus, the Nazarene, that Jesus still, was not the first crucified man to be associated with his idea. (laughs) What idea? (laughs) The thing you just said. And even before this symbol was used, there were crucified serpents embodying the idea of galactic man crossed with an animal form of Hugh-Manity and producing the man of the cross. This is going to be one of those chapters. That, like, proves it, right? I think he just said Proves what? But, like, more confusingly. (laughs) Thus... The symbol of the crucified serpent came before the symbol of the crucified man. The crucified serpent tells the formation of cross man, and it is called, therefore, a symbol of generation. You ever heard a single person call the crucifix a symbol of generation? No. Anybody? Give me a second. Um... No. This primary meaning of the symbol has been brought down a turn in the spiral interpretation... The spiral of interpretation, Jack, to mean mere sexual procreation, disassociated from its historical truth. The crucified man tells of the death, the final working out of Adam Two Man and his resurrection as Adam One, a citizen of the galaxy, a true man of the stars, and son of God. So, 
my understanding of this book, and it appears to have been a limited understanding, was that like Ancient Aliens, yeah. um, the basic premise was that the events of the Bible ha- did literally happen, yeah. but they were caused by aliens. But this does appear to be quite theistic. So, yeah. No, so whenever yeah, he not says God, God it's not God, though. It's just aliens. Yeah, just swap out God with alien. Okay. Yeah. But it's, but it's, it's all real. Um, it's re- it's actual like real life stuff. It's not silly. And without without <laughs> boring down too much into the uh, pantheon of of alien gods. Yeah. Um do we know something about the character of these god aliens? Are they are they pretty cool benevolent? People. Pretty cool dudes. We know that there's two types and we don't I I don't know what the difference is, but they're called Elohim and Jehovah's. Okay. And they're Galactic Man, maybe that's what they are. <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. They are different variations of Galactic Men. This is chapter seven. This is how clear the book has been on these concepts. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, do yeah, not yeah. fucking know. If there if there are three people who should be experts on this book, it should be us, and we do not know a goddamn thing that's said in it. I'll stop slowing you down at this no, point. That's I'll okay. just I'll just come along for the ride. There is like a two in three chance we can answer your question. So <laughs> you should feel free to ask it. The message of the great life dramatization of Jesus is not in his death, but in his resurrection, for he rose as an anointed son of God even as the whole race of Crossman shall ultimately do after him. He was the first of the entities involved with that race to accomplish the rebuilding of the temple, to run the course, to gain the victory. <laughs> so, both, so both crucifixion symbols are of Earthman, but they denote two different and successive stages in his progress. Oh no. The swastika symbol oh. is a form of the cross. It represents the four original primary forces. George Hunt Williamson, in Other Tongues, Other Flesh, which sounds like smart, indicates that the Great Bear (laughs) constellation forms a definite swastika design in the sky. So, Williamson comments, it is easy to see why the space people might very well use the swastika as a universal symbol or emblem. That would be alarming. Yeah. If aliens come down to Earth <laughs> and they all have swastikas on their top of their spaceship, that would be what really What if it did happen? That's what World War II was. It was actually invasion by aliens, but we just didn't get it. The swastika is a very ancient symbol. Also, can we just, like, so you're saying, like, obviously that's what aliens would use, because if you look at, like, a specific spot in the sky from the perspective of Earth, not from where they came from, these, like, six stars kind of look like a swastika. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Struggling to imagine how something that we call the bear sign could simultaneously look like a bear and a swastika. I think it's between the bear. Let no, me look up no, this constantly. <laughs> just, just the bear. You're right. Oh, fact check. What is it? What am I looking up? Great bear constellation. Fact check. Just Google swastika, that should be fine. (laughs) (laughs) If you could Google swastika brackets, a good thing that I like. (laughs) Just wait on the images now. Where to get tattoos of swastikas. (laughs) Great bear. I am not making out a swastika in this. Alright. I'll go to the other It's the Big Dipper. 
The, is the Great Bear just the Big Dipper? Yeah, Ursa Major. It's the Big Dipper. Oh, Ursa Mate, that makes sense. Oh, that means yeah. Big Bear. Does. And Never there's no swastika here. <laughs> the swastika is a very ancient symbol of India, but it is also found on rock carvings in many parts of the world, in Crete, Sweden, Scotland, and many other places. In ancient Egypt, the crooks and Santa played a very predominant role, being found on many pieces of sculpture. It was a T-shaped cross with an oval loop above it. That's like an ankh, right? This has yeah. been known as the Tau and was the symbolical cross of the Chaldeans, Phoenicians, Peruvians, and Mexicans. When the Catholic Spanish invaders first stepped ashore in the New World, they were astonished to find that the native Indians worshipped the cross as devoutly as they did themselves. The bewildered Spaniards came came across the cross on buildings and temples, but decided that it was the work of the devil. Oh. Weird. Um, throughout all ages and in all lands, the cross has been the subject of respect and worship, signifying some common point of origin. It is both a tradition and an almost forgotten memory symbolizing the original home of Adam to man in the Garden of Eden on another planet. Well, by the way. Hot. That paradise, where according to Genesis, a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became four heads. End of quote. This legend of a, a heavenly garden, watered by four canals, is remembered by the Scandinavians, I, the Chinese, the Indians, and the Greeks. I well, didn't hear... She, he definitely said... The Bible quote he read there was definitely... Mm -hmm. Definitely said river, right? Because he keeps bringing up canals. He does he keep saying canals. Wasn't the key point of, of Mars that there was no canals? No, no, no. Well, that, he was saying there were so no canals we, on Earth that fit the description. Yeah. In chapter one, that's how we know that the Garden of Eden couldn't have been on Earth because there weren't canals on Earth at the time. So oh, it must have course. been on uh, Mars. So stupid of me. <laughs> so, so much here. So much here. Um, I want to start with... Yeah. Um... This man cannot pick a theme. <laughs> I know! He like it's crazy! He like it's crazy! There's like a the chapter that was titled Enter Crossman. And then we ended that chapter and we were like, who's Crossman? Cross was. <laughs> and and then, then there was an explanation for Crossman, like two chapters later, just in brackets of a different paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, we started with Jesus as a theme of gener as a, as a symbol of generation, which I don't hate as an idea, mm -hmm. uh, and the idea that, the, that that his crucifixion ultimately symbolizes our our uh, advancement from our current state to 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 a different Adam, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or foreman perhaps, yeah. Um, <laughs> why Why are we now talking about how a cross symbolizes the Garden of Eden and was found in Scotland? So I think the point he's making is that if you um, say that the cross is actually four different symbols, you can say that this symbol originated very early before Jesus, and therefore that's evidence that it was actually aliens being like, this is interesting, you should be interested in this. Mm -hmm. And that's why humans all over the world um, worship the swastika. <laughs> <laughs> the case he, I think the case he's making is that the swastika, ankh, and cross are all the same thing. Okay, and I could, I could, I could see what he's going for if he said the ankh and the cross. Swastika don't look fuck all like it. Not particularly, no. No. 
Considering I, I actually intricate. think the arm is quite a stretch as well, to be honest. Sure. Donnelly, in his Atlantis, quotes Homer. It was the sacred Asgard of the Scandinavians, springing from the center of a fruitful land, which was watered by the four primeval rivers of milk, severally flowing Whoa. in the direction of the cardinal points. What a way the to introduce of- the fucking milk. What were they, card- wait, cardinals of And it the- couldn't have been on Earth, because there wasn't any milk on Earth at the time. No, the, abode of of ha- <laughs> the abode of happiness and the height of bliss. It is the Tian Chan, the celestial mountain land, the oh. enchanted gardens of the Chinese and Tartars. Watered Sorry, by the four... Is this a quote from Homer? Like, I don't the Homer? No, I think this is a quote from Atlantis by Donnelly. And Donnelly is apparently quoting Homer, but I don't know how. Yeah, that doesn't. This, this doesn't sound like a Homer quote. No. I believe these are the words of Donnelly, whoever that is. Uh, the Chinese and the Tartars, watered by the four perennial mount- fountains. I said mountains instead of fountain. Oh, great. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you can just watch oh, body it's tense really up bad. Oh, stop drinking. We're just drinking juice. regular stuff now. <laughs> well, he went for it, and we gotta respect it. You're really oh, struggling you with that tap. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you got it. The perennial fountains of Taichin, or immortality. It is the hill encompassed Ela of the Singhalese and Tibetans, the everlasting dwelling place of the wise and just. It is the Sinaru of the Buddhist on the summit of which is Tao Ratisa, the habitation of Sekra, the supreme god, from which proceed the four sacred streams, running in as many contrary directions. It is the Slavatra, the celestial earth of the Hindu, the summit of his golden mountain Meru, and city of Brahma, in the center of Jambadwipa, and from the four sides of which gush forth the four primeval rivers, reflecting in their passage the colorific glories of their sources and severally flowing northward, southward, eastward, and westward. Do you know what's really funny? What? Is this is him saying, like, you know, like, there are so many ancient cultures that didn't talk to each other that all had these similar myths with four rivers, therefore they must be part of the shared origin of humanity. In, in chapter one, he made a big point about canals. Not a single one of those described it as canals. Yeah, not one. That's one thing I was gonna say. But also, like, that is interesting. I wonder if it's any of it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's my constant thing. Whenever I watch Ancient Aliens, I'm like, wow. If any of these historical claims were valid, I'd love to hear about them from someone (laughs) who is not a lunatic. Yeah. Yeah, they do tend to find they they do manage to find things I can't readily explain. Yeah, and yeah. then they just get a guy on to be like Ooh, spaceships, and it just ruins it. Yeah. <laughs> These four rivers, flowing in four different directions, recorded in legends and folklore of different countries throughout the world, point to the origin of the cross. The cross, then, is the most ancient symbol in the Earth, a symbol brought to this Fuck planet me, from God. another world and what venerated the by the races of Crossman. Or maybe I was about to say it's two lines, so it's it comes up. It's I like, could have come up like, with it. How could different cultures come up with the pyramids? Because it, it's... 
It's cool, but it's not that imaginative. He <laughs> truly ancient culture. Yeah, I'd love to see you go back and like point at the ancient at the Egyptians. Egyptian. Come at me! Make a fucking octagon, nerd. <laughs> I could do that. I could do that better than you are doing it. You're just picking up some bricks. <laughs> truly, the only salvation. Brackets salvage regeneration. End brackets. Of Hugh Dash Man as we know him is through his cross. Drink. What? <laughs> what? What the fuck did he say? Cool. He said, "Truly, the only salvation, salvage, regeneration of Hugh Dash Man as we know him is through his cross." Was it so? What, what so even salvation? Is that? Yeah. Here, once again, very uh, traditionally religious language. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, do we have original sin in the eyes of our alien overlords, perhaps? What What are we being salvaged from? Is my question, I suppose. Yeah. Our original sin was 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 um was snake people telling us that we're naked. Yeah, but that's not like that wasn't our fault. That was the snake people's fault, right? Um, well, we went out and fucked around with the snake people as well. We were supposed to stay oh, in the garden yeah. and farm crops or something, snake and home. we we snake- left. The snake and people were the forbidden fruit and Satan telling us things. But also the forbidden fruit was also a literal herb. Oh, yeah. Oh, that we were this? farming. I don't remember we this. believe we were, we were made originally as slave labor to farm okay. wheat. <laughs> <Some wheat. laughs> Space. Yeah, yeah, they terraformed wheat. Mars to have an Earth-like climate so, and then made people to till that land. And then... Sent us all to Earth. Yeah. Guys, each uh, being already fastened to it inescapably through his inherited animal nature, this must be so. It must be. It can't not be. No, Otherwise, yeah. there could be no saving him at all. That's a compelling argument. <laughs> each must bear his own cross. That is to say, each must contend with his or her particular balance of inherited and developed factors, and through that experience, weed out and finally eliminate the Adam 2 characteristics to be found in it. Right. <laughs> yes. Okay, I, I really will stop slowing us down no, soon. No, that's okay. Do we have a comprehensive <laughs> list of Adam 2 characteristics which we were to, we are to weed yeah. out? Not no. being in space. <laughs> That's one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not being a spaceman is one. That's a good start. We could work on and being in order, spaceman. And in order to become a spaceman, you need to weed out not being a spaceman. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I love that I can't see Chris, but I can see his hands slowly lift the microphone whenever <laughs> Carlos says something baffling. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. where the hell did I get to? It's all just fucking words. Um, these characteristics must literally perish, completely never to rise again. They have no place wow. at all in the makeup of Galactic Man, pure okay. Adam One, mankind, as it was created by the Elohim. Okay, so the Elohim made Adam One. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> what remains and what develops will be the glorified body, capable of what has been called ascension. This will be a body acceptable to the sons of God, because it will indeed... Be as one of them. Yeah, Each? no, that makes sense. Yeah. Gotta make a Each of man us? god body. Yeah. Man god bod. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> Each of us. 
and all of us must discover the true cross. This heavenly inheritance, this Christos, or anointing, exists in each and every one of us to some degree. This is, in feeling, our this is feeling very like uh, the true cross was the friends we made all along the way kind of <laughs> moment, you know? I'm getting that vibe yeah, from this, this part. It, well, it's like the true cross is giving up smoking or something. In our time, it exists to such a degree that it is possible to turn to and eliminate with its own energies the remnant of the Earth Adam that keeps us tied to the animal flesh. By so doing, we can make ourselves acceptable to the true humanity. Why Sorry, do we need to please humanity. them? Fuck them. Uh, that's Galactic Man. Oh, well, they're they're Galactic okay. Man beauty standards enforced again. <laughs> yeah, man. Who is both our brother and our progenitor? The race of man created by the Elohim to live among the stars. Sometimes these people have been called our elder brothers. Was it by you? I think it was by you, Bruce. I can't imagine anyone else <laughs> so, calling them that. Sometimes someone... Uh, I've, heard, I've heard people... It's actually quite popular it's to been call said. It. Uh, it's kind of the new thing. This is like when newspapers quote themselves. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, this term applies to some of them for a very special reason to be gone into in another place. But if you happen to be a stickler for accuracy, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna give yeah. us some accuracy, are you? It's pretty you're gonna difficult give us some to hard read, that and read this book. You may prefer to call them our elder cousins. Okay, <laughs> that, that makes more. a lot more sense than yeah, brothers. I'm on board now. That's so much more accurate. Earthman then is crucified upon this genetic cross, but he can be raised up through the spiritual line he inherits from the sons of God. By following that set of inclinations and by orienting himself as son of God rather than a son of that Adam who was not quite a man himself, brackets as the Nazarene Jesus did, and dies as an earth man upon his own cross to rise again, a true son of God. All right. No, that one lost me. He actually had me for like <laughs> a couple of sentences there. I was following that. Mm. The sentence was this so is, long that I felt myself just like falling off the sentence as it kept going. Uh, and by the end, I just didn't, I don't know where it went. I lost the sentence. Is it, obviously, so we, we've never done this all in the same room before, but Chris is in the room. And so he is just looking at the book with like, just a face, like just. Not contempt, <laughs> but something in that An elder cousin of contempt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You could call it that. The horizontal line of the symbolic cross figure represents chemical matter. And hence, by analogy, the chemical animal-bodied people created by the Jehovah. Okay, yeah. so, yeah. So, uh, originally, we got Elohim and Jehovah. Elohim made Galactic Man, who are cool guys. And then I think Jehovah went and made us as bad, as slave nothings. Scum. Yeah. yeah and, the, and, the, and, and the Elohim were like, <laughs> you can't just be going making scum bitches. And they're yeah. like, but we wanna! And they're like, well, you've turned around and now they're we fucking snakes. We love bitches. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then they were like, we're flooding Mars, maybe? And then that's what Noah's Ark yep. is. They flooded Mars. So Noah's Ark was oh. a spaceship and they, they put on the Yeah, Earth, that's and it. And now we're here. And there was a chair. There was a chair. <laughs> the vertical line of the symbolic cross figure represents the galactic oriented elder sons of God, the creations of the Elohim. These people are the original mankind, and they were commanded to fill the planets and subdue them. The other kind of people, Jehovah's creations, were not so commanded. Oh no. That's us. 
These two lines crossed represent Q-Mankind on Earth as it exists today. A cross between the... So, yeah, so human could be either us or Galactic Man. Okay. But Q-Man, I think, is specifically us. Good to know. These two lines cross represent Q-Mankind on Earth as it exists today. A cross between these two lines of evolution. This is a condition that came into its final permanence. Okay. Final permanence when Cain went out into the land of Nod and found himself a wife. It reached full expression in the people of Lamech, who fathered, brackets, or from whom sprung. Is that worth clarifying? <laughs> the, people, the people called Noah after the name of their patriarch. Oh, Noah people. I forgot about yeah. Noah people. Oh, Wait, but yeah. Noah was a fucking Martian. So, are they going to say he was a guy now? Ah, oh, fuck it. Let's find out. The people of Noah and four other subtypes like them, oh, Jesus, and related to them were the people... Are you going to... He's never going to tell us what they are. We're never going to learn what the four subtypes of Noah are. <laughs> no, we'll find out in three chapters. Yeah, yeah four chapters from now, I'd be like, all right, what? Green man. Um, <laughs> won't explain what green man is for two more chapters. <laughs> Maybe people this is like an ARG. Maybe there's like secret codes and ciphers and like we're just not getting <laughs> oh, it. Oh, it's yeah. like Attack on Titan. You gotta read the book over again to get the references. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the end of it, there'll be the big twist and then we have to do season two of this podcast where we read this book again and go, Oh, oh God, the stage lines. chair. It was, <laughs> it was Lord Numpemp's chair or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You know him, classic. <laughs> what a guy! <laughs> the people. Oh wow! Uh, the people of Noah and four of the subtypes like them and related to them were the peoples who were preserved when the Jehovah ultimately regretted having made his kind of man and determined to destroy them. Mm. Reaching an understanding of the genetic cross, which produced him and to which he is nailed by his inheritance will help Earthman find his redemption. He can sort out the two sets of inclinations, understand them, learn to cope with them, and come to terms with his conflicts, whether personal or social, national or international. That's good. That's a good thing, right? Then, and only then, <laughs> can he realize himself as a son of God and learn to live and to behave like one. He can rise from the living dead of his present crucified existence and be accepted into his father's house, his true home in heaven, the galaxy. I feel like he's animal just saying man. the same, making like the same point over and over again. And it's not what, making any more sense. Yeah, but I, I can't definitively say that because I don't know what that point is. Yeah, can you uh, describe he, the point? Okay, the point there <laughs> is still just man needs to achieve criteria for galactic man to yeah, become yeah. galactic and man. It would be really handy if he gave us a list of criteria. A list, yeah. I know, but he keeps I'd not love doing that. But if he knew, then he would be, be in space. He's he saying be the same statement book, yeah? over and over again, but not elaborating on what it means, just saying it in different ways. He can't know what they are, because otherwise he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be on Earth writing this book you know he'd be out in, in space that's true eating manna drinking star juice fucking snakes yeah. fucking snakes <laughs> then oh, and yeah. then can you uh, <laughs> I, I forgot that was part of the lore and I was like what <laughs> 
<laughs> the animal man suffers to the full extent of his capability of suffering. <laughs> <laughs> finally dies in the his act of redemption. The thing they're good at. They're really, really good at it. I didn't realize I was achieving maximum suffering. It is only the Son of God who, in him, triumphs over the death and comes, by his resurrection, into his own birthright. And what? Jesus! <laughs> the Nazarene! You get what I'm putting down, Jack, don't you? I just didn't want to. What? I didn't want to bring it up. I wanted to let it go. What? What? <laughs> We're gonna sit here, young man, until you've told the class what you're handing around in those little notes. <laughs> you said what calm, girl. Girl. Oh, you I said calm. Yeah, that is funny. Until we pointed it out, and that made me giggle. I'm sorry. When? Did, when did I say calm? I'm sorry. Oh, triumphs sorry. over death and comes. Yeah, good. <laughs> Jesus, the Nazarene, knew and realized, brackets, i.e. made real, the son of God in himself and causes it to typify all triumph over this animal Hugh man nature. He tried to tell others how to find that part of themselves and how to develop it. He spoke as a Christ and people heard him as that Jesus of Nazareth, <laughs> son of Joseph, the carpenter, and they personalize the whole great event, great event is in capitals, to the extent that the real story of the alchemical operation was lost. Alchemical what? operation is also capitalized. When, when was there an alchemical operation? As, uh, uh, what do you reckon? So, yeah. <laughs> Alchemy being a generic term for transformation perhaps here and referencing our our, 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 our coming into uh, a snake um <laughs> sorry I, mean, <laughs> I was waiting to see which comment the alchemy of nutting in a snake yeah yeah uh, well our transformation into our current um scum bitch form but yeah, he yeah, was yeah. talking about Jesus though and Jesus is long after we were scum bitches so hang on the carpenter, as they personalized the whole great event to the extent that the real story of the alchemical operation was lost. So, uh, I think Jesus was yeah. instrumental in the alchemical Jesus. operation, but people have just been too into Jesus to yeah. really care about that part of it. You've, now it's you've just bloody Jesus. native, Carl. Yeah, you have. <laughs> um, now, it, oh my god. Now it may be time to tell the story again. Time to cut the Gordian knot of interpretation. Yep. With the simple sword of truth. Yeah, good. Gordian knot meaning yeah. a very complex thing, basically. Yeah, it's an impossible it? to untangle okay. knot. It's an old Greek uh, uh, fable. A, so ah. it's just a way to tie up a vegetable. It's one or the other. That's good. That's great <laughs> That's stuff, stuff, Toby. Excellent work. What is the nature of the enmity, the difference, between the seed of Jehovah's woman and the seed of the serpent people? Why does the Jehovah say in the 15th verse of the third chapter of Genesis, it shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. The cum? The cum will bruise your head? It came out at some force. I got it done. Yeah, like like a fucking fireman's hose straight to the head. Hitchcock. What's it called? Hancock. What? What are you talking about? The movie Hancock. Oh, Starring Will Smith. Right, not 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 the American the founding father. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that a guy? Famously came I, straight oh. through a wall. <laughs> That's my favorite bit of Hamilton. 
Hamilton, is there a bit where he just comes through a wall? Yeah! I, I sincerely hope so. I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to be really upset when that doesn't happen, Jack, just so you know. Good. What is the nature of the enmity, the difference between the seed of Jehovah's woman and the seed of the serpent people? Why does the Jehovah say, in the 15th verse of the third chapter of Genesis, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel? In order to understand this verse, we must know what the reference to heel meant in Chaldee and in Hebrew. <laughs> Heel in the Bible is in a euphemism for the generative organs. <laughs> Heel means bussy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which were held sacred. <laughs> <laughs> the sacred bussy. <laughs> Thine holy bussy, of course. <laughs> The word thigh is similarly used, and both references derive from one of the sitting habits of the people who spoke the language. The habit of sitting down with one leg hanging down and one heel tucked up against the crotch. It's oh, that's to, quite interesting. It's actually. to make way for their massive schwang. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> what? This is a commonly practiced position among many Oriental peoples and is often seen oh. in Eastern pictures and sculptures. It is most interesting that the Buddha Maitreya, the coming Buddha of the West, or the Christ in his second appearance, is always portrayed in this position, or standing upright. What is the... Yeah, I thought the child... That, what? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> the Buddha's the child of, of Adam too. Also, yeah, I thought I dreamt that. Did he say the coming Buddha? <laughs> <laughs> I presume it was C O M. The coming Buddha of the West. Okay. But it just lines up pretty well that he's the coming Which is apparently Buddha. Christ. It's Jesus on the way back. The child of Adam II in each of us is strongly oriented towards sex and sexual expression. The child of the Elohim in each of us is even more strongly oriented towards spiritual oh, pursuits. I thought you were gonna have like a duality, but like got one who really <laughs> likes sex, both, another yeah. who just likes it more. Actually, it, there just, are two wolves inside <laughs> of me. <laughs> <laughs> one is horny, the other one is likes horny. sex, the other is even hornier. <laughs> um, the child of Elohim in each of us is even more strongly oriented towards spiritual pursuits, towards the functions of the head, or divine mend. No, mind. Mind with an eye. No. Drink. So the seed of the woman of Jehovah's Adam in each one of us bruises, brackets, hurts, harms, inhibits, or otherwise painfully hampers- I fucking got that, dude! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> that is his least confusing use of poetic language so far. Why on earth is that the one where he expands upon what he means? People aren't going to get this. You know, like a bruise, like when you get there hurt. There are literally you two idiots. words before another. The head, brackets, mental and spiritual functions of the seed of the serpent people. So without brackets, so the seed of the woman of Jehovah's Adam in each one of us bruises the head of the seed yeah. of the serpent people. So on the other hand, galactic man come hurts snake man come. That's what it sounds like. The, yeah, but maybe it's 
more metaphorical than that. <laughs> You'd hope so, wouldn't you? <laughs> Maybe. Oh no, this snake cum really hurts. I hope that's not what he's fucking like saying. Nope. <laughs> um, this basic enmity or difference is response. Enmity. So, like, the commas mortal enemies with each other. <laughs> I think the war. I think maybe. Come. I think so. He's talking a lot about Animal Man. Like, we have two different like base urges. Yeah. And that maybe <laughs> one is to fuck people, the other is to fuck snakes. What? What is it? I don't know. Maybe what it's is like to, what is to fuck people. The other is to be a snake. Maybe man. the snake, <laughs> the, the masculine urge to become a snake man. The snake, <laughs> see, is our is our innate want to is our innate tendency towards animalistic traits, and our man seed or whatever the fuck it is, is a our beast innate moment. Is our innate <laughs> tendency towards. Galactic man, going to space. Just, just as a quick, now that you've said that, Toby, um, is Adam two man come bird or beast, and is serpent come bird or beast? Um, <laughs> oh, um, ooh, Jack, do you want to tackle this one? I think- you know what, Chris? Yep. Which one is which? Uh, both bird. Both bird. There we Come go. Flies. I was going to say both beasts. <laughs> I'm not arguing that it was a better <laughs> argument than Brin's Theopower Trench has ever given. And I'll give you that. <laughs> the basic enmity or difference is responsible for a tremendous amount of the domestic difficulty experienced by married people. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> say, say that again, please. Fucking excuse me? The basic enmity, or difference, is responsible for a tremendous amount of the domestic difficulty experienced by married people. Okay, sometimes I think it is what I was saying. Sometimes their cum just doesn't align, and that's a problem. <laughs> I think it's- I think it's- I, I think it's the thing I said. <laughs> Some of them want to go to space? Yeah, I think it's- I think it's- Babe, I want to go to space, but we have dishes to do! I just want to fuck! <laughs> but what about the kids, Larry? I want to go to space. <laughs> there are a couple of comments in the, the prophecy of the Jehovah off. to the serpent and the woman that will bear a second look and some brief discussion. It's going to be real brief. Oh, some mind. some oh. scholars consider this to be a very mysterious series of statements, which indeed it is, unless the foregoing portions of the narrative here have been read aright. The Jehovah foresaw that the seed or descendants of the serpent people would mingle with and eventually intermarry with the seed or descendants of the second Adamic population. Right. Good for it was them. obvious that this circumstance could bring very little good to either side of the bargain and might cause no end of harm. Uh, so perhaps the words spoken to the serpent in Genesis three fourteen was spoken more in sorrow than in anger. Is Brinho against mixed race couples? Ooh, strong maybe. He's done a lot of pro swastika talk. Yeah, uh, in the fifties, he said verse, something earlier about like how like uh, people who adopt the symbol of the cross are clearly, you know, uh, 
you know, uh, like dominant and deserve power or something like yeah. that. Oh. I was like, oh no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't really. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. Space Nazis <laughs> is more true than we thought. <laughs> um, the Jehovah. Yeah, they saw they they saw all this stuff. In the 15th verse, the Jehovah is made to say a very strange thing that countless readers will have used as an excuse to fear and kill ordinary little snakes. <laughs> <laughs> People use this book as justification for going outside and stabbing a fucking cobra. <laughs> ordinary little snakes. Ordinary little snakes. They can't help it. They're just ordinary little snakes. I will put enmity dot 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 etc. That's the quote he used. That's the whole quote he used to justify why kids might go enmity. out and kill snakes. What? That's it? That's it. How many wars against snakes have been waged for that? <laughs> <laughs> this refers enmity to some of the dot, psychic. Dot, dot, say no more, chief. Die, <laughs> serpents. <laughs> this refers. To some of the psychic and psychological consequences of the intermingling of the types which was about to take place. It is a little catalogue of some of the basic difficulties of the mixed, brackets crossed, race was going to encounter while oh, trying to live- against mixed race couples. He is against mixed race couples. With itself, <laughs> as well as with the other races. Here, we are not trying to be Freudian. Freud, whether he knew it or not, was trying to be biblical. <laughs> Oh, dude, dude, <laughs> dude, what percentage of this book is literally the fucking Bible? <laughs> My man, <laughs> come on. This enmity is compounded of physical attraction and misapplication of the generative act, along with an actual difference in the intensity of need for and impulse towards it. Students of psychology have recognized the resulting animosity and have done their best to explain it along broad and general lines, mistaking at the same time the result for a cause. I'm starting to think he couldn't make his wife come and his explanation for that is that he's a spaceman. I, um, I'm just by this man's confidence. I mean, obviously we don't here need to catalogue the various problems and inaccuracies of Freud's work. But the man is arguably one of the most influential academics of all time. Yeah. Um, and he's here saying, actually, you were talking about the Bible, bro. <laughs> but without a knowledge of how it began and what caused it in the first place, they have floundered rather badly. I don't know who in this instance. Psychologists, uh, I think. Students of psychology, yeah. The seed of the woman represents the genetic inheritance from the Adam to animal mankind <laughs> that was put into the garden. Through this heritage came the tendencies towards an animal life as an end in itself, orientation towards the body and its functions, and above all, the absence of the telepathic ability inherent in galactic man. Oh my god, we're finally getting it! Do you remember at the beginning of the, the blurb of this book, he was like, they're all bitches because they can't do telepathy. We're finally, yeah. he's finally getting... Uh, he was talking about how all the bankers and priests want to suppress yeah, this he, knowledge because they can't use telepathy. Is he saying oh that god. women are, are angry because they can't do telepathy? I don't... Mm, fucking maybe. <laughs> um, can't be all women. Surely some of them... This telepathic ability was not, and still is not, Possessed by Adam to Hugh Manity. Where Crossman is concerned, many have discovered and rem remarked. Drinky. 
Quobby Forby. Have it. Sorry, did he just like outright say that Crossman and Hugh Dash Manady are, are, are different? I think Finish he just said yeah. that Hugh Dash Manady does not possess telepathy, but Crossman. Yeah. So, like, Crossman, well, we didn't finish that quote, but maybe. Where Crossman is concerned, many have discovered and remarked that the possession of too much heavy chemical mass, too many gross atoms, or coarse vibrations, as they are sometimes called. Uh, who am I? Who am I? Who calls... <laughs> too many gross atoms or coarse vibrations, as they are sometimes called, in the body. Atoms. <laughs> It quite submerges any latent <laughs> telepathic faculty. If you're too fat, you can't do telepathy. Okay, no, it does seem like you're saying both of those things can't do telepathy, though, so they're probably both the same thing. I think he just but it sounds to like he's saying that in, saying. in the case of Crossmat, it could happen if we just. But we're you know, too fat. Yeah, if we just, you know, <laughs> tried harder. I. Oh. It, uh, it is through Eve, the mother of all living Adam to humanity, that we inherit this tendency towards a bruised head. The crossed type is, for the most part, two-eyed or non-telepathic. And from the point of view of a galactic individual, a person who is deprived of their clairvoyant telepathic ability is definitely hurt. He is a cripple, and the seat of the receptive, bracket, femme polarity... <laughs> side, oh. side of these functions is in the head so in the cross the seed of galactic man what so in the in, in the cross the seed of galactic man brackets the serpent people wait no 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 what do you mean what do you mean what the fuck what are you saying Show me. Show me where it fucking says that. I don't believe you. Oh, God. Look. You coming after Brinsley? <laughs> yeah. To you. I'm going to fucking strangle him. What the fuck? What the fuck? We what? <laughs> My whole life has been a lie. But Galactic Man is space goo. Galactic Man is space goo. Yeah. What fuck you? You piece of shit. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so yeah, we've been operating under the idea because he straight up said it every other time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He talked for so long about how. Oh my god, there's look here. Look, I know that I said that they were space goo. I know I said they were space goo, and I know, I know it's weird that we see multiple instances of Galactic Man eating and you know doing stuff that space goo normally doesn't do. But I'm here to explain why. And then he didn't. Yeah, yeah. But he was insistent that they were space goo. Okay, Galactic Man punished us Galactic for man. fucking what if, serpent what if snake people. Snake men are just snake people are just a, a different variation of Galactic Man, and goo people are a different variation. There's and it, but multiple people can reach the level of Galactic Man. And Galactic Man is a rating more than a species. But oh, I like that. But then I are like serpent what people said. animal I'm over man. It. I forgive a you. A serpent really. people chemical man. What? No, maybe no. not. A serpent people Adam one. No. no. But that Galactic Man is Adam one. No. It is maybe said verbatim yeah. in this that the Galactic Man is Adam 1. Because maybe yes, maybe no, no it's one of those, probably. Toby's just enlightened me. 
We've been thinking about Galactic Man far too literally. Galactic Man is a state of mind. Is Adam One? (laughs) It's a grind set, bro. That doesn't necessarily mean that Adam One is Galactic Man. Exactly. Wait. You know? No, I think the other way around. Okay, fine. (laughs) It's like coming into a fucking Star Trek convention, man. Like, I do not know what all these (laughs) things mean. (laughs) Neither do we. It's well, like clearly, like, like this just shook us. This is three words in brackets that have completely shaken everything we thought we knew. But you're, you're very passionate about whether or not you understand. <laughs> because I, God, I might I feel understand. Like he fucking lied to us. I mean, he's been lying to us for an entire book, but like, he's not even consistent with his own lie about himself. Yeah, he was so. He was like. That was the one thing. He really doubled down on them being space goo. And that's, then he just. Yeah, that's in brackets. This is one thing we thought we did understand. Okay. So in this cross, the seed of Galactic Man, the serpent people, has been bruised in his head. There is a further consequence of basic difference in genetic inheritance that comes up in the field of Hugh Man relationships, but the actual physical, physiological consequence, as described, is at the root of it. And thou shalt bruise his heel. This is a very strange phrase until it is understood that the word heal in the old language of the Bible means organs of generation or generative function or bussy. If we read on into the 16th verse, we see that the statement is further elucidated. No, no, I'm, I'm waiting for the elucidation. Unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy conception, etc. It says etc in quotes, so, you know... <laughs> Oh my god. That stayed in the quote, boys. <laughs> the effect of the Hugh Man genetic cross was to be one that is often observed in crosses in the animal world. A great stimulus to fertility. Par exemple? Yep, no, that never happens. A cross in the animal world that stimulates fertility? I would love to hear about mm-hmm. one. I'd also, yeah. I think famously hybrid animals are infertile. Are infertile, yeah. That's... that's uh, <laughs> One thing I, I know sh- about we, ligers. I have an evolution textbook over there. Should we believe? <laughs> no, um, is there a liger in Tato Park? Is there a liger in Tato Park? No, I don't believe so. I've lo- I've looked at the details. I, I learned today that Tato Park soon might not be Tato Park anymore. What? Shut the fuck up! What do you mean? They might be selling the naming rights. It might just become like a theme park. Oh, you gotta no. get over here. Okay. Yeah, I've got to go to Ireland. Like, soon. <laughs> I've had to drop a lot of money to get to Tato Park before it's not Tato Park. Um, <laughs> the effect. The effect of the Hugh Dash Man genetic cross was to want to be blah, 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 fertility. These people became more than ordinary prolific. Later on, we read that the children who were born between the sons of God and the daughters of men were larger than ordinary children. <laughs> Oh, they grew up to be giants in more ways than one. Oh, oh, that sounds sexual. What do you mean? What? There were, there were giants. <laughs> they must have been talking about their huge All cocks. Their right? And you're the weird one for not jumping to that. Okay. <laughs> there were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that. When the... <laughs> <laughs> and every other time, too. 
And also this is generally that, giants. <laughs> giants are to the point. Any time but of especially the day can then. be giant time. <laughs> Any time of the day can be giant time. Toby, 2022. And also after <laughs> that, when the, sun, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men. Uh, okay. When the sons of God came in the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, and the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. That's Genesis VI4. That's lewd. Yeah. It is interesting to note that the human body is still born big. Considering... (laughs) 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 What?! Considering (laughs) the machinery that produces it. Interesting. This was human big. This was even more the case in those early days of the cross. So the women who mated with the sons of the serpent suffered intensely in bringing forth their more than ordinarily numerous children. They would. Because these women were members. Yeah, because can you imagine the scales scratching out your bussy? Well, because yeah, these women were members of Adam to humanity. Generally, the scales would. They'd be, you know. That's not how. Extra scratchy. No, but they would be facing backwards, so they wouldn't be scratching on the way. They would slide out. Yeah, but then so just the back would scratch you. What are you. Why are you putting the baby backwards? You know, you're no, the choose. back of the scale. You pop choose. down the scratchy end, but then it just pops up the other side, and that side scratches you. That's not you how can't they get overlap. Yeah. They go like that. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, you ever have you ever seen a magic trick where someone check? like fans out cards and then flips them all at the same time? <laughs> no. Realize snakes are born like things with scales are born in eggs. That too. Um. Anyway, who gives a shit? Um. Those. <laughs> This was even more the case in those early days of the cross, so the woman blah blah blah. Because these women were members of Adam to humanity, oriented towards the body and its animal functions, they were pretty thoroughly concentrated upon the pleasures of that body, including those of sex, and so were compulsively subject to their husbands. Mm. Huh? What do you- what? Don't think- Well, I'm calling that a silent strength, cause I- yeah. That one. That just mm. feels like some, some, uh, some general misogyny. Some general. Yeah. Email. All right. So, uh, women do not enjoy being doms. None of them ever. It's never happened. Because these, yep. Yeah. This attitude is typical of Adam two, or in our own times, Adam two dominant, Hugh Dash manity. It is true of individuals of both sexes. A person so oriented, whether a male or a female, becomes the emotional slave of his sexual object. As in, as in this particular fuck? reference, the woman was foretold to be ruled over by the husband toward whom her desire would be directed. What? I mean, yeah. I love when he gets. Um, I like I how direct he's being. Gender. I don't like. At least there's no room to misinterpret what he's saying right now. You know? Yeah, what he's That's saying is terrible, but I know what sense. it is. It's cool. As the cross became more firmly established, then, of course, either type 1 or type 2 could be dominant in either men or women. Brackets. Each one of us has his own particular cross, his own particular property. We all have a... Who's any of that? You just have to deal with that. Pro portion. 
and assembly of the factors to which he is nailed for the duration of any given <laughs> <lifetime>. <laughs> which he's nailed for the duration of any given lifetime as a result of this proportional distribution of genetic factors there came to be men who were ruled over by their wives men yeah. and women who tried to rule one another but who were fighting it out on more or less equal ground and of course women who were ruled by their husbands all combinations Obviously. in fact <laughs> everyone needs to be ruled by their partner no matter what we have you can never have a today. healthy relationship well there were people fighting on equal ground but, but it was, that, it was that is fight. healthy it was a war that's healthy to just always be fighting but neither of you are losing or winning but yeah. you're still fighting that each sounds other. constructive very healthy. And the stories given us in the Bible illustrate every one of them. Oh, God, okay. Right. The, uh, I'm sure the, the social... Bible has some great things to say about gender politics. The social order in which we find ourselves at this time is based on the statement in the 16th verse of Genesis 3. But quite often, any understanding either of the statement itself or of the progress Earth U-Manity has made since that statement was made. Wait, was there, a, was there an end there? This is certainly not to say that women ought to take over and rule the world. But of course What not. isn't? Girl, don't, don't, don't be fucked. Like, guys. <laughs> guys, that's not what I'm saying. Women, uh, yeah. Or that we stand in any real danger of their doing so. Oh. <laughs> I know he's like, women aren't allowed to read this book. It's the real thing. Well, like, it's like, we, the men. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Men and women or have... Or at least we, the people who understand that women are inferior. Yeah, 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 of course. To be fair, like... That's you and me. To be Men. fair, like... <laughs> Jack's about to drop some sexist stuff here. Yeah, yeah, go to for it, fair, Jack. Well, Jack's I mean... Correct. How many women I'm not would sexist, read this book? <laughs> how many people would read this book? That, yeah. But I'm Men. saying all the people who've read this book are dipshits like us. <laughs> <laughs> Men and well, that's not true though, because we know it's actually been really influential. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Which is insane. I forgot, yeah, there's people who believe that this book is real. <sighs> Men and women have equally valuable but very different functions in any well-ordered society. Brackets, which ours most certainly is not. And the society remains in good health only so long as these functions are recognized and remain relatively unmixed. Oh, this isn't going to be good, is it? This is no easy <laughs> This is no easy accomplishment in a society where the race itself is a mixture of two different originals. Oh, no. <laughs> that was originals. originals. Oh, I almost work. believed that was a word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't have been out of the realm of this book. No. Originals is Adam one and Adam two. However, in the case of an Adam-1 dominant woman, let us say, whose physical urges are far less compelling than those of the Adam-2 dominant male, to whom she may be married, brackets, <laughs> or the other way round, the Adam-1 man to an Adam-2 dominant woman, same problem. Adam-1 mommy dummy. <laughs> no one made you say that. <laughs> I was compelled to, there's nothing I could have done to stop it. That's worse Even though... than me drinking lemon juice of my own accord. <laughs> Even a little understanding of the basic causes of their emotional conflicts, and some attempt to give way on little on both sides. I didn't read that wrong, that's what it says. Might go far towards keeping their marriage out of the divorce courts. So the inheritors of Adam II's strong physical impulses could not help 
but feel that their Adam 1 mates were often cold and unresponsive. They were, and still are, hurt by this condition. Right. Hurt emotionally and mentally. In the okay. physiological er- area referred to by the euphemistic writers of the sculpture as the bossy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the heel. Thank you. There are certain psychological factors inherent in the very makeup and nature of the Adam 2 type people. These factors arise from their physical and physiological structures in the same way that courage and tenacity, for example, are bred into the bulldog and are known characteristics of the breed. Adam to Hugh Manatee is, first of all, non telepathic, <laughs> except as a oh. receiver. Can only receive. No sending. Ah, uh, that makes a lot of sense, actually. An Adam 2 individual is capable of receiving telepathic impressions, but he is incapable of recognizing them as such at the present time because he does not send out any band his follow Adam 2 individuals are capable of receiving. In the much mixed population of the Earth, there are individuals, increasing in number, in whom the Adam 1 or telepathic factor is dominant. These people can A. Receive telepathic impressions that and know them for what they are and slash or oh, okay they put okay so they put the and and the slash on one line and then the or on the other line so i good and or b transmit some form of telepathic impressions of their own origin in other words the adam 2 characteristic of inhibited telepathy is wearing out and the race is quite rapidly reverting to the condition that is both original and natural for man's organism oh. i.e that of telepathic sender receiver oh wait that yes, half that's good <laughs> Maybe. Depends how you feel about being telepathic, I suppose. Are you after it, Jack? I mean, I can see its benefits, but it really depends on how many other telepaths there are. <laughs> yeah. the only telepath. Yeah. That telepath seems lonely on your and boring. Would be pretty lame. Yeah. Yeah. You just hear what everyone's thinking, and I just have all my worst thoughts, like all my worst fears confirmed, you know? Well, he's making out you can broadcast it like a radio, so which would suggest that there is an amount of intention to it. So you're not always just. It's not like that movie that Tom Holland was in, which. Well, is then yeah, bad. then it's fucking useless being the only telepath huh? because I'm just I'm just fucking waving a radio in the Stone Age. <laughs> is Tom Holland in a telepathy movie? He's in like a movie where uh, all the boys. The Mind have, Snake. Uh, What? Why did you just shout the mind snake? Because all the girls are dead, except for Daisy Ridley. <laughs> because all the girls are dead! And there's, there's a mind snake! Yeah, People yeah, get yeah. scared because there's a big snake that lives in the telepathy realm. It got delayed a lot, and the like people who were working on it were like, this is so awful, it can't be saved. But eventually it came out. I never saw it. Okay. I haven't seen yeah. it either. I just know there's a mind snake and all the yeah. girls are dead. <laughs> yeah. That half of the brain, commonly not used by Adam 2 Hugh Manatee, is a switchboard for these functions and others related to them. In individuals being born during about the last 600 years, the genes controlling these functions are becoming dominant again. How did, you, how did you date that? And the genes controlling these functions are becoming dominant again. Oh. And this other half of the brain is coming back into use. It's great that... It's great that he's got a team of people, to, you know, <laughs> testing for these genes. Yeah. A great deal of the civilization's progress up out of the Dark Ages 
can be traced to the revival in increasing numbers of individuals of this unused portion of the brain. I love the idea that telepathy is like, there's just a telepathy gene. It's just, <laughs> yeah. you know, a, just a single <laughs> button that you turn on or off somewhere in the human body, and there's just telepathy. Mm. That's kind of the plot to Sensate. Is it? Netflix original Sensate by the one of the Wachowski sisters. It okay. was decent. I, I enjoyed it. Um, and Lucy, that one movie. That's not at all. Get some drugs in your brain, and then you're psychic. That's so different. That's an entirely different thing. But, like, you always have the potential to. It's like, it's unlocking a part of your brain that... It's like, what if we used our full brain? Sure. You know? I can see what you're saying. Sure. That's the same thing. (laughs) Okay, man. (laughs) The Adam 2 Hugh Dash Man created by the Jehovah is beginning to disappear, and Cross Man on Earth is rapidly developing by a process of not entirely unaided selection into a type which will be capable of contact with and assimilation by the other races of the system and of the galaxy. There is already conflict between the two types and between national and religious groups in which one type or other is predominant. There will be increasing conflict between them until one or the other is victorious. The problem at hand is to prevent Adam 2 people from annihilating those of Adam 1 category and a similar catastrophe taking place as occurred in Atlantis. Atlantis oh, was real, by the way. Hot. Uh, and the prospect for this prevention is very good, partly because the extraterrestrial peoples are taking a firm hand to see that the inherently paranoid, non-telepathic Adam 2 animal Hugh man <laughs> does not gain control. Yeah, Adam 2, as a type of Hugh manity, is on the way out. He is approaching the end of his cycle, the consummation of his world. He was not a success. And there is small room for his type in a galactic civilization. This is no tragedy. Although some Adam 2 individuals, sensing the fact that their physical type of Hugh-Manity is one of the nature's blind alleys, and so faced with either extinction or drastic change, have exhibited the inherent paranoia of their kind and have fought bitterly against the idea. Oh, that's silence. What? 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 What do you mean, Bryn Poe? I've been building up a couple of watts there. Um, (laughs) I've just been kind of silently stewing (laughs) as you've been spouting nonsense, and I kind of just let them all out at once there. Yeah. They appear to be incapable of accepting consolation in the fact that the physical regeneration of their type will release the tremendous spiritual potential that has built up during the long and difficult connection with it. Hoo boy, one sentence. But they are fighting a losing battle. Adam, too, as a physical type, is on his way out of the race to join the dodo and the dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the dodo and the dinosaur. The two extinct things. That's great. Even his religions, which are full of mummified scientific facts, tell him this, but with typical paranoid projection, he extends the circumstances to include all of Hugh-Manity everywhere. I'm sure he'll give us an example soon that will clarify what he means. Famous example. Oh, dude. I would fucking kill for an example right now. (laughs) God, that'd be just the tits, man. Fuck, just one. Just one. Hold on to your socks. It may seem unkind to brand an entire Hugh Man group as paranoid, but unfortunately, this is a datum we cannot escape. If the type is observed objectively, dispassionately, He's and with accuracy. He's trying to justify stereotypes. Cool. Why is Adam 2 type paranoid? 
some cool and sexier than them. That was the, <laughs> that's what was it that had the to answer? There are several reasons, but the most important reason is his lack of the telepathic faculty. Along with this very serious inhibition goes his complete dependence upon vocal speech to exchange ideas. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Communication so, is wait, the very... So he's actually pausing that there are just, like, big communities of telepaths that are just yeah. staying silent. Or at least plenty. You but know? also, but also that like most like international conflicts are are between telepaths and non-telepaths, or am I misinterpreting and this? Somewhat? Most marriage spats. But that and there's a lot of marriage spats, which would suggest that there is a huge number of telepaths. But is he saying that this is a subconscious thing that we're just like we we we're, we're like? No, because yeah. Adam right? too can subconsciously receive signals but not send them, and they don't understand that they're receiving. But so they still get why them. don't I know but about Adam that can already? Consciously do it. Why? Why don't I already know this, Brinsley? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like no one would ever say, "I can speak to Jim across the road." We can use our brains. <laughs> well, to talk. wait, 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 wait. But no, that doesn't make sense. I was going to say because maybe <laughs> the whole book. I was gonna say maybe it's like a thing of since the since the the good telepaths the people we want to be telepaths they can only send so maybe they just don't realize that they're telepaths they're sending out all these signals and all the receivers are like god fuck oh fuck oh geez I'm getting all this fucking telepathy get it away from me I'm sick of these telepaths (laughs) yeah Spilled cider so, earlier when I did that little act. <laughs> I'm I'm imagining that um, there are many telepaths. Um, we are a group. Uh, well, I don't know you that well, Jack and Toby. It it could be, and forgive me for making the accusation that you are telepaths and you aren't telling me. <laughs> well, I mean, you you wouldn't you tell mean, someone, would you? I mean, you you can talk to all other telepaths without these without these pathetic bloody Adam One speech communications. You can just you can just mind think to each other um, and, and communicate. So, I mean, why would you tell us? Toby, why would you tell us that you're a telepath? <laughs> I'm I'm not a telepath. What do you mean? I'm not. A, I'm like. I'm, I suppose I'm this is telepath. better than you accusing them of car bombing people like the first time you met them. Did I do that? <laughs> did, you, did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> what? Did he accuse yeah. us of being in the IRA? <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. I don't remember I think, that either. I think you dreamt we were, that. No, we were watching Doctor Who. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense for some reason. Does it? I don't remember <laughs> it, but that has made that that notion make a lot more sense in my I head. I get particularly sectarian when I'm watching Doctor <laughs> Who. <laughs> Damn, I risk uh, terrorists. <laughs> Oh god! What it's the hell did that we I get, get to with this fucking th- That book? you get Sorry. like racism against Irish people, though. It's kind of funny when it does happen. I was know? gonna call you that slur for a laugh, but I've forgotten what it was. What was Paddy? Sl- oh yeah, Paddy. That's that an Irish slur? slur, apparently. It sounds so harmless. And yeah, so it nice. sounds cute. Doesn't yeah, it? I, I, I wouldn't be offended slur. if 
I just, it's I, not I, even I, that I can't offend, imagine I being offended. Actually realize they're, they're you wouldn't me. Yeah, comprehend it as a slur. No, yeah. I'd be like, alright, man. It's not my name, but sure. <laughs> uh, communication is the very important factor in the mental health of any human being, whatever his type. It could be said. It, it could be said to be the prime factor in that mental health. A person in good communication with his fellow beings is a person in good communication with his environment, and such a person is inevitably and always healthy in both mind and body. He is capable of handling his problems as they arise. He is capable of creating for himself manifold future possibilities, capable of planning and executing those plans or changing them quickly to suit new circumstances. He is at peace with himself and with his environment, knows he can cope with it, and if need be, control it to meet both his own needs and the requirements of Hugh manatee. On the other hand, person who is uncertain of his possible communication with the other boo, woo, wonderful. I finished my cider now, so I have to go back on the lemon juice. <laughs> oh no. Um. On the other hand, the person who is uncertain of his possible communication with either people or with his environment, and the two do go together, inseparably, become sick in body and mind. He becomes, to some degree. Paranoid. In time, he replaces the uncertainties and unreality of his life with illusions. And delusion. Why did you say unreality if that's what he's replacing with things that aren't real? He's trying to be poetic. And unreality was like with illusions. Poetic, and you just end up with a quadruple negative like that. He sounds cool when he says it. Delusions, because he feels he has some definite and predictable control over these uh, brackets, which he sub. <laughs> I didn't read the word. Well, it was the right word, but I pronounced the B in subtly. Like a bad man. Which he subtly recognizes as creations of his own. Whereas the actual environment and other people present to him only mysterious and incalculable forces beyond his power to control. And control he must, because he feels the. Because he feels he cannot be the cause. He comes to distrust his fellow man, because using only vocal speech, that fellow man can, and often does, deceive him. Okay, so maybe it's not a thing of intent. Maybe you can't control what you beam out, because this is implying that you can't lie if you're doing telepathy. Oh. Which would make the, the senders virtuous people who we should trust. Hmm. <laughs> or they're just always hurling slurs at us telepathically. <laughs> but I try. I know he means it. <laughs> yeah, he's earned. At least Don't he's not lying. It's true. You fucking patties. <laughs> <laughs> Further deprived of what should be his natural ability to observe the energies of his physical environment and to manipulate those energies with the marvelous instruments of his own mind and body. Brackets, which are equipped to do this to a very high degree in the normal Adam one type man, he cannot escape a deep sense of inadequacy and helplessness. He attempts to compensate for this in different ways. One way is through alliance with beings more capable and powerful than himself. This is a very natural reliance, if not indeed the most natural. Adam too was created to be and to remain under the care, direction, and constant supervision of the Jehovah. But in Adam 2, what should be an alliance along constructive lines becomes one perverted to the inhibiting and even destructive motive of control, producing conflict, antagonism, struggle, restriction, and death. 
The prayers going up to any god to destroy the enemy must fall strangely indeed upon galactic ears. Wait, so galactics can hear... Oh, I suppose if they're all telepathy, telepathy yeah. then they can hear prayers. The oh paranoid... my god, prayers are real, but it's with science. So it's not silly. <laughs> uh, the paranoid condition of Adam II Hugh-Manity is a piece of known fact that has been mummified into the religions of the world and appears now in the doctrine of original sin. Paranoia is the sin or lack inherited by all the children of that Adam, one and all, as inhibited telepaths and therefore obviously inadequate to handle their environment on their own. They are incipient paranoiacs. Oh, paranoiacs. Yeah, um, that's, that's not the same as original sin. <laughs> I thought um, original sin is you have periods because you ate an apple. Is that it? Uh, uh, more broadly, the idea that we 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 are all tainted by the sins of Adam and Eve and and, and must, uh, yeah, strive strive towards holiness via suffering. That is the Catholic take, though, isn't it? That women have to deal with periods because they ate because Eve was the one who started it. I'm not confident on that. I I think that is a thing. Nah. All right. Um, I mean, well, but I, do, I, do, do a way. thing. Do a fact do check. A oh fact yeah. Check. Oh my god. Uh, fuck. I always forget that. <laughs> this is going to be another one of those thing. classic moments where we go, "How could we ever know this?" There's no way to know. Guess we got to move on. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, um, not equivalent uh, to paranoia. Yeah. <laughs> Original sin periods. That'd be a good thing to be in your search history. If if, if I'm wrong, if I'm not, then it's you know whatever. But if I am wrong, then you <laughs> you look insane. Menstruation and Mary. Scripture implicitly. Oh well. No, that sentence disappeared as I was reading. It, it was fucking incredible. <laughs> That's extremely <laughs> implicit. <laughs> Scripture implicitly points to the fact that menstruation is a result of original sin. So, yeah. Woo! Woo! Yes, it is. I know Carl is a godly man. There is original sin, inherent inadequacy, inherent tendency to abnormal behavior in Adam too, but it is doubtful that the application of a little water and recitation of a few ritual words can do much to repair the defect. However, much they may symbolic. Of course. <laughs> wow. That wasn't your fault. No. Oh, crikey. <laughs> what, what a shit book. Listen to what a shit book cracky on Podcast Town. Okay, there's two pictures of nothing. Great. It's a, there's a woman sitting. Yeah. As oh, they're wont to do. Here are the captions. Brad takes photo of Sherry, contemplating the energy on the site of the native Peruvians called the Naval of the World, a most wow. important vortex of energy located in Cusco, Peru. Wow. Cusco, Peru. And yeah. yeah, she's just sitting. Sherry That's on the cool. hitching Brad post of Sherry the sun. Brad and Sherry Steiger, they, were, they did a foreword, didn't they? Yep. Both, both photos from the private collection of Brad and Sherry Steiger. Well, that is the end of wow. the real cross. And what did we learn? Oh, so much. Um, well, 
into the post show we go. Well, so that was chapter seven, the real cross. And yeah. I felt like it really did pack up on a lot of the threads that um, Enter Crossman left behind back in chapter yeah. four or whenever that was. It certainly picked up a lot of those threads and then it <laughs> waved those threads in the air for a bit and then it put them back down. <laughs> yeah, I suppose um, any idea of what um, Hugh Dashman agency might be is, is is quite confused, isn't it? So we're we're hoping to move towards becoming space gooman um mm. but it's Priority. it's unclear whether this is a passive process i mean more people are becoming telepaths over time Apparently. Yeah, it seems like we're just on the, on the path towards it um, yeah that's yeah because he has definitely talked about it before like it was a conscious thing you know you've got to wake yourself up and do it but in this one he well, made a very clear point of being like it's a genetic trait and the genes are spreading yeah yeah um, so, what, if anything, can we do to become more telepathic? We gotta embrace See, that we are telepathic, because people just... We're not just try harder, it. I guess. It's I guess like we all just health. need to more, make more of an active needs, effort in our daily lives to try and send signals yeah. to one another. There needs to be more of a discourse, you know? More of a, more of a telepathic discourse. I think possibly fuck less as well, which should, you know... I think if you fucking wank less... <laughs> You might become telepathic because that's what the, that's like the only other thing we know about Adam One versus Adam Two is Adam Two are horny sods and Adam One are intellectual. Oh, okay, um, that's a great point. Oh my god, it's Jedi! It's just the Jedi. Wine class, and you'll get telepathy. That's it. Say, I was going to say Christianity. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what we've learned. Christians don't have telepathy, telepathy, Toby. But they don't like masturbation. Yeah, but neither do the Jedi, and they do have telepathy. It is more like the Jedi. you got to give it to him. Just... You have to give this to me. <laughs> I'm not giving it to you. I don't get this often. I'm not giving it to you. <laughs> um, uh, Chris, we'll, we'll, we'll do you first. We have a tradition in the post-show of um, giving our crikiest take of the book. It, yeah. Was there anything that stood out to you as being the worst thing? Or at least the crikiest? Um, yeah, I suppose the, uh, uh, the manifest destiny, you could call it, of those with, with fealty to the swastika. Uh, yeah, I did forget about that, insane. but that was a bad thing. It's yeah. an interesting one, isn't it? <laughs> it, 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 it felt unevidenced to start with. Obviously, that's, that's sort of the basis of all of this, <laughs> is that, um... It's a wild claim. I mean, four rivers don't look like a swastika. Um, <laughs> and Unless they happen to look like a swastika. Yeah, sure, sure. What I should say is four rivers don't inherently look like yeah. a swastika. Four rivers may look like a swastika, <laughs> but I don't think um, Brinsley presented us any, any evidence yeah, of four said, rivers that look like a swastika. Yeah, if he said here are four rivers like a swastika, I could open myself up to the possibility. Yeah. I, you, I would have loved a blurry picture of Four Rivers. I, I can't tell you how much I would have loved that car. In this book. Um, um, sorry. No, 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 no. And, and obviously, um, yeah, I mean, we touched upon the idea that it, it, it is um, an ancient uh, Hindu symbol of, of great meaning and yeah. import. Um, well, that's, that's the crazy thing. Is I, I think everybody knows by now 
the swastika was something that was co-opted by the Nazis and has been yeah. a symbol of many positive things before the Nazis came along. He didn't mention that. And this was written in the 60s. This is a yeah. post-Nazi yeah. post. He didn't mention at all. Look, the Nazis did their thing with it. They were dickheads. It's really easy to denounce Hitler. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, yeah. Especially in the 60s. You get very little pushback. It, for some reason, it's become kind of in vogue to, to be like, oh, well, sometimes now, but like, he, yeah, it, it's Nazis are on the rise again somehow. Um, but the, it's, yeah, like the fact we that call he. call it in vogue, though. <laughs> the fact he didn't mention it at all. Kind of with it if you're Yeah, it was a bit sus, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what I was moving towards is there's, there's this acknowledgement that it is a. Um, an ancient symbol. An ancient and, and sacred symbol. Uh, but just to uncritically embrace it uh, <laughs> yeah. with the connotations it had by the 60s, I assumed this was a much older book no. coming in, I have to say. Yeah, um, yeah, a lot of things in this book might lead you to that conclusion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... Well, uh, I'll be honest. The, the primary one to me was that academic writing was was pretty readable. In the 60s, you know, things had evidence and reason. You know, yeah. you were beyond the point of philosophers like saying something and then putting in the footnotes, this was revealed to me in a dream. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you're, you're in a good good period for, for recognizable and, and legible writing, I feel. Um, they tended, yeah, they tend, by the 60s, they tended to, to put spaces here. between words and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very key point here, which is that this book was written by an insane writer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so I, yeah, the swastika stuff, absolutely. Uh, you guys got any good crikey takes? I, yeah, I, I, I guess my crikiest um, moment would probably be um, two different kinds of, of semen at odds. Uh yeah, uh, that was pretty weird. That was pretty, pretty baffling. Yeah. I, I, I still don't even know if I really understood. I couldn't pinpoint if that was literally or just... <laughs> like, literally, they're, they're, or, or if just, like, metaphorically they're opposed. Like, if like, it was, Even if it was a metaphor, I don't know. I can't imagine what for. Yeah. Like, I don't... <laughs> just, it seems like... It, wait, was it about the blob space people and the snake space people and their them being opposed? Was that what it was about? Just like it's a really great like, question. I'm up on that part. Is my greatest take is the reveal that apparently serpent people and galactic man are the same thing. I wanted to fucking that, scream. That did I? I did scream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that fuck. What do you fucking mean? Oh man, uh, yeah. Especially because he was—he really spent a chapter like, like, explaining away all the evidence for Galactic Man not being Cloud People. Yeah. Like he never presented evidence for them being Cloud People. He presented evidence for them not being Cloud People and explained why, why that could—they yeah. could still be Cloud People <laughs> despite this evidence that they're not. But it turns out they were. And all then fucking just said, snakes, "Oh, they're snakes as well." Yeah. God. Damn it. You got anything, Jack? Um, I... Well, like... I still... I still can't wrap my head around this idea that everyone is telepathic. Because I'm not. I would have noticed. Well, Adam one dominant people are. Jack, sorry, you got the... And the Toby's not telling there, you. 
Which means... But I should be receiving signals. No, but you don't know you're receiving signals. If you're at Adam 2, you don't know you're receiving signals? That's oh, what this he's is saying. What they were talking about. This is what they were talking about. People being angry for not being telepathic. Look at him. He's so molding at the fact that he's not a telepath. <laughs> That's true. Right. When you, yeah, when you receive... If you're Adam 2, you are you can receive them, but you don't consciously know that you're receiving them. So it's like subconscious things you get, but you don't know you're getting telepathy. That's what it said. But then why is everybody who's not telepathic angry at the telepath? Uh... <laughs> Original sin. <laughs> Original sin. Oh, no, okay. All right, well, then I'm going to change my answer to when Toby insisted that the mechanics of Lucy were the same as the mechanics of Sensei. That was insane. It was a very reasonable and cool thing to say. <laughs> right. Well, um, we were joined by a guest today, Christopher. Thank you very much for coming on. Did you have fun? I had. I had. He <laughs> sounds so enthusiastic about that too. Yeah. So you've heard me talk about this book to you a lot because we I have. live together. Um, but had was this what you were expecting? Yeah. Um, no, I, I. I don't suppose you're ever ready for something to be quite so. Uh... Proudly shit. incomprehensible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe like a shit book, maybe? <laughs> yeah. One that yeah, might I make mean, you just... say crikey. Yeah, I think uh, what was, you know, if there hadn't been just some Shrostika stuff, I think my crikey might just have been that this man who clearly is barely literate is saying, well, this Freud thinks he knows what he's talking about, <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell him and the field of psychology in general. Oh, apologies. Uh, I was I was picturing like ancient aliens. It would be insane, but but coherent. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Even even in his at his least poetic, he was still writing very very difficult to comprehend sentences. Yeah, yeah. He's a bad man. <laughs> Brinsley. Yeah, <laughs> definitively. Have you got anything you'd like to plug? Um, I got a leaky bath. He's got a leaky bath, everybody. <laughs> Ooh, that is excellent. I'm going to clap as well. I don't know and if this is going to be up, but I'm clapping. Also, we're in a band and a podcast together. <laughs> <laughs> close the blinds out now. What a single. Well what done a single. to the lads. Fake dads close the blind. I'll put it in the, in the show notes. Um, yeah, well, thank you for coming on. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us, find us on Twitter at CrikeyBook. You can send us a email to CrikeyPodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a voice message at the, there's a link at the bottom of the show notes. Please leave us a voice message. We love it. Uh, click the link in the bottom of the show notes to do so, and we will listen to it on air. I know people listen to this. All two of you out there. I know you're all listening. (laughs) And I know you're have you a question? Please say no, something. No, I'm peace. Um, yes, and oh god, what do we do? Um, what do we do at the end of this show, Chris? How do we? How do we end the can can go go do the can can you little bitch dance, monkey can can. You're the one who said you wanted to stand up. Goddamn can can. Yeah, do it with Dax. 
Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Painting the lighting of your room with it. I'm going lightheaded. Oh, this is going to translate so well. This is horrible. This is one of the worst experiences of my life. You unleash this upon yourself. Trying to force me to dance. Should we try and explain what happened, or just cut it on screaming? <laughs> once again, Jack is frozen, and once again, it was during a fact check. Do fact checks freeze Jack? The world doesn't want us to know. <laughs> the governments are shutting this down. Oh my god, it's true. <laughs>